Welcome to Out in the North. This is our second episode and it will be featuring an interview with the singer and songwriter Taitua from the Faroe Islands and his good friend, the filmmaker Christian Sønderby. We met the guys before an art festival in Copenhagen where Taitua was playing at a small harbor. So welcome to an hour with traditional fairies clothing, food and music. Thank you so much for tuning in and remember you can always find us on facebook.com slash out in the north. the second episode and it's live from Golden Days Festival in Copenhagen. Today it will be about Faroese music. We have been talking with the Faroese uh, musician Taitua and his good friend Christian Tolbo Sønderby. They have been making some film over the last few years and uh, we have talked a little about what it's about and stuff but more on that later. Um, The festival, or at least this event, is taking place uh, at a small harbor in Copenhagen. And um, when you you enter the, um, it's not like a, a local, it's not like a regular venue. It's more like an open um, open concert. Like we're outside, and and Taito is going to play on a boat. And uh, when you get your stamp and proof for uh, entering, you uh, get a little snaps. Um, I guess it's a local Faroe Island treat. Um, and there are actually also um, people walking around in traditional uh, clothing from Faroe Islands and um, and the, the cool thing is there's like two stages there's a, a smaller stage where at the moment I don't know if you can hear her but it's a girl called uh, Rebecca playing um, and it's on a small stage um, right at the main building but then right across her there's a boat uh, It's it's a pretty big boat, and on that Taitu is going to be playing later with um, the Danish uh, children's choir, um, and I'm actually looking quite. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Taitu play on on a boat because it's it's a different kind of venue, and it's going to be pretty interesting how how the sound is going to be and how he's going to take that stage and make it his own. Yeah. Um, Let's uh, take a little walk down between the people and, and see what what we find. Some of the cool thing here is you can get the local uh, brew, the local beer from the Faroe Islands. I cannot s- really pronounce its name. Uh, it's their regular beer, and there's the fish soup, and people in traditional clothing, and 
some people selling yarn. <laughs> um, though you would have expected more uh, knit shirts, but oh well. We can't all be wearing sheep today. Okay, so I'm standing here with uh, two people dressed in traditional Faroese clothing. Uh, what, what are you wearing? We are uh, wearing uh, the traditional uh, Faroese suit. Hmm? Um, uh, I'm out here. Um, would you like to say Yes. Um, this is uh, the red edition, red hmm? and black edition. Um, now, what other editions are there? Yeah, uh, before, and, and, well... 20 years ago, uh, yeah. this was the traditional colors, yeah. but now you can uh, you can get in green and yellow and green and black, um, blue and all kinds of uh, different combinations. Yeah, and uh, you also wear it with the jeans or with the, just uh, a, uh, a skirt or yeah. So you can use it in different kind different kinds of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and my colors are uh, red uh, west, uh, dark blue, uh, what do you call jacket. it, uh, jacket, uh, and the trousers down to the knees, and uh, socks up above the knees. Uh, and, uh, yeah. For, for what occasions do you wear this? Like We uh, use it every time we, uh, we get together in, an, uh, in a special day, uh, that could be uh, weddings and uh, festival days like this or uh, galas or uh, yeah just this is like our best uh, clothes ever nice. so, yeah and uh, well these um, the silver um, buttons and, and, and bro brooches and other and we usually get that as a um, so what's it the name in English uh, right, confirmations? Uh, like christening uh, uh, when yeah. you're yeah. Uh, 14 years yeah, old conf or something. Confirmation, confirmation so gift, yeah. So you usually get buttons as yeah. a gift, yeah. Because it's it's obviously yeah, very expensive uh, yeah. costume, so. And you're handing out uh, snaps? Yes. I guess it's from the Faroe Islands. Yes, yeah. And if we were... Uh, but prepare. We would have had a, a horn from yeah. yeah, and we will be serving uh, uh, aquavit from the same horn for everybody. Okay. So that's the custom. We oh. do it. Yeah. So you drink it from from a horn? Yes. From. Uh, um, no sheep. <laughs> sheep. It's a rather small horn because there can be a lot, uh, awful lot of snaps in one horn. So <laughs> I, I think it's a. It can be a goat horn or something, yeah. or or is it a small um, uh, sheep horn? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It's called Livsing um, Vatna. Uh, yeah, Water of Life. Yeah. The Water of Life is uh, actually the uh, the the, um, the Aqua Wit is uh, the Latin uh, meaning of uh, Water of Life. So this is uh, just written in Faroese, you can say. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Can I have a taste? Yes. Just to see how it tastes. Of course. Oops, sorry. So at weddings, there will be a guy in, in the costume standing in the entrance, and every guest will get uh, this aquavit. And one for the technician? Yes. <laughs> yeah. so, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's made in the Faroe Islands. Uh, just made legal to uh, brew stronger than uh, lager oh. beer. <laughs> so, uh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we uh, we uh, just mingle around here, yeah. talk to people, and show them uh, our dress and uh, our fairies dance as well. Yeah. Oh. And we are gonna join Taito later on on the stage uh. and uh, show everybody, you know, the, our moves, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? And uh, yeah, just you know, to 
get some good vibe and you know yeah nice yes thank you very much thank, thank you, you for uh, your interest okay so me and my colleague matthias have just bought two beers from uh, the fair islands called fura pure and uh, we're going to taste them now cheers I like it. It's good. You like it? Yes. It's very good. It's the fir first uh, herd. It's Isn't the first that, herd. Uh, it's the first. <laughs> the first herd. First herd. It says the first it's, herd. It's like first edition, first, but the first on, edition on the Faroe Islands, it's more like a pack of sheep. It's like a pack of sheep. Like a pack of beer. Yeah. And when we were on the Faroe Islands last summer, we drank a lot of these, right? Yes. And now for the first part of our interview with Taitur and Christian, which took place at Nordlandens Brygge, which is a venue that represents all kinds of Nordic culture. We had a cup of coffee at a small table with a stuffed polar bear in the background staring right at us. My name is Taitur. I am 38 years old now. I come from the Faroe Islands. I'm a musician, writer, songwriter, composer, singer. I can still can't figure out the title, but one of those things, or all of them. And I'm here to play a show in Copenhagen. Nice. Christian? I'm 38 years old as well. I know Taito from back in our 20s. I started making films also back then, and lately we've been working on a film on Taito and his latest album, Story Music. We made a choice to make it interactive, which has been a huge uh, decision, the way that um, it's brought a lot of good things with it. And one of them is this uh, event concert. So the idea is to m sort of make an, a concert that is more interactive than they are normally. Normally we would also use film, but it's not as easy in the harbor right now when the sun is setting and it's not really dark. But I suppose actually that people will have an experience of walking into a film, and I love that. Where did the uh, idea for the this story music film you're making come from? Well, I've been friends with Tyson for many years, and, and uh, he's been a well, he's been a huge inspiration, and he's always been uh, very um, kind to share his uh, artistic points of view. And when he was making his album, I was looking for a project, and I was like, okay, this is this time I'm, I'm going to follow him, see what it is he does, and. Uh, that's actually what I'm doing. I'm learning from him. I'm trying to 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 condensate his um, what he's writing about and his artistic views, and then put him, putting them into other you know, surroundings in some ways. You say yeah. that? Yeah. Um, I've seen uh, some of it, and 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 it's you see like a clip, and you get a song, and then you choose to go to a different song or in, in a different mm. um, video film. Is is this the future for albums? I think it is. Uh, it's it's very clear for me that when we've been developing this film that this is this is a very very um, natural way of uh, telling the story of an album in another way um, and creating an environment that people can walk into. I mean, it's you can do that with an album, but uh, the album can also sort of turn upside down and, and become physical, it can become an event, a concert, and then also it can become an interactive story that you take part of. What's, what's the, what's, what are the uh, videos about? Well, it's about 
time and uh, concentration and focus, intention and sharing. It's about the, sudden, the subtleness of just following this uh, process from having an idea uh, and, an, and an ideal and then making it become something uh, physical as an album. Okay, so, um, so, so when, when will it be like for everybody to see? <laughs> well, what we have discovered developing this interactive film is that um, it takes time. <laughs> and um, it's completely new area, so there is, uh, we, have to very, we have to convince people, we have to find out what we're doing, we have to convince people that what we're doing is actually mm -hmm. what uh, putting money in, putting money into. So it's a, it's quite a long process, but we have a strong team. And I suppose last year, well, I suppose a, a, a year or two. Mm. And many people say, well, Story Music, the album was released two years ago. But I think it's very good that that albums doesn't only last two months and then you know you change it with another album. That albums has uh, some albums has a longevity that mm. is worth celebrating in some mm. ways. I agree on that one. Mm. <laughs> um, so, what's next after that? What's, what are you going to do after you made this project? I ask myself the same question today. I'm I'm really looking forward to. Uh, to see the answer, mm. I'm just going to continue developing the the interactive film mm. itself and Will all the projects like as well. With Taito next time as well, or I'm quite sure that we're going to do some Maybe. things in the next couple of years together, or the next many years. But what it is, well, I don't know. This mm. event itself, I think it has possibilities to 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 transform into yeah. another event and yet another event. So, yeah. yeah. Um, what is the connection between the, the the film you're making and this concert right here? It is to give people a new possibility of experiencing something and something of value. The next question is uh, is more about uh, the culture, the cultural thing. Um, it's mainly because you have the song called Home, Taito, mm -hmm. and we wonder what home means to you. It's a big question. Well, but I've tried to answer it. And I, I tried to write a, write the song about it, and my conclusion was that everyone has their own version of it, and it's it's whatever happened to you, it's whatever you have experienced, and whatever you're going to do, and wherever you are, that's what home is, and not so much what you would like it to. Also, what you would like it to be. Mm. But I think the answer is that everyone has their own version of it. Uh, in the film, there's a lot of clips uh, from the Faroe Islands. Are you trying to show us your home in the video? Well, I don't know. I guess I'm just making it there. Well, the thing with with me is I also have spent... I think a lot of my main motivation, actually, growing up on the Faroe Islands, I knew I was a musician and I wanted to make music always mm. and I wanted to establish myself. And I think one of the main motivations was actually me getting getting away from there saying this is this is crap i can't do what i do here and everyone's an amateur blah, blah, everything and i think that was very much the direct motivation of me going to 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 california getting signed with big labels making deals and getting my own stuff together and then 
growing up and establishing myself, I have, I'm faced with a new problem, which is why can I, can't I live here on the Faroes doing what I do? Yeah. So it's very much the same for me is, is to go back there and live there and say, wait a minute, I can do what I do here, why not? And also realizing that things have moved on, you're able to do mm. things. Uh, there's many musicians, there's recording studios, there's a new uh, outlook on music that it isn't just entertainment. You don't, can't, don't only have to play at a wedding, you can also make your own music, you can be creative. And to, to sort of encounter that mm. is, is, is my new discovery. Uh, so the last seven years now I lived on, lived on the Pharos and, and I have just uh, feel like I've been out on the journey like the Hobbit, you know, that <laughs> you go out on the journey and, now you're and then home. you come back. Yeah, it's that same story which is a very essential, primal story for yeah. I think many, many people and, and that's the same as for me. Yeah. So I'm, I guess I'm also just trying to make sense of it myself, of what it is. And now for the news. Presented by Frederik Kühn. The Nordic music scene is never stagnant. It is ever vibrating, moving and always exploring new fields. Here's a little peephole into some of the most recent news in the world of Nordic music for your enjoyment. Have you ever wondered why there are so many new artists coming out from the little island of Iceland? Well, you can get a good insight into it, because a new mini-documentary has just seen the light of day. It is called Tonelist, and it is made by the good people behind the Ya 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 and Nordic Music Club in Berlin. It's a good all-around look at what makes Icelandic music so special, and it features globally successful artists such as Askia Trösti, Olafur Annals, and even Mum. So go check it out, read more about it, and watch it on the405.com. That is the four, four as in the number, and then O-H and five. So the405.com. Go do it, guys. You may have heard about the ongoing debate around the refugee situation in all of Europe as of late. A lot of things are being done to help these refugees, and Nordic musicians are helping out too in a big way. In both Sweden and Denmark, there have been national charity events broadcasted on national TV and, whoopee, behold the lineup. In Sweden, such artists as Miss Lee, Bo Kespers Orchestra, Linnea Hendriksen, Lisa Nilsson had airtime during the Swedish Hela Sverige Skramler, which in Swedish means Sweden is rattles. In Denmark, too, the national charity event saw a crazy lineup. Acts such as Jimmy Jansen, Dikte, Sebastian, L-I-G-A, and others did amazing performances to help out. Most of these performances are available online, and it is definitely worthwhile checking out. The Nordic music is not only for the Nordic countries, and a lot of fresh-faced acts are seeing a big following in other countries around the world. Danish acts such as Liss and First Hate just released tour plans for London, Berlin, and even Hamburg. Also, Icelandic Guskas, Norwegian S and Drobe are heading out on the international roads. It's always wonderful to see the Nordic music being spread out to the world. Liss even had a feature on a one-off special on BBC One recently, and it was presented by none other than Farewell Williams. 
Well, that's all for now, guys. More news coming up on the following podcast from Northcast. Go check out our other podcasts in the meanwhile. We decided to go outside and do the rest of the interview on Christian's boat. So we sailed around in the harbor of Copenhagen and talked about the concept of story music and the interaction between the artist and the audience. In the beginning you can hear Taito asking the stage manager kindly to find a prettier flag because he had accidentally put up a giant Danish flag on the boat which he was going to play on later. Okay, so welcome to Northcast. We're uh, we're somewhere uh, in a harbor in Copenhagen at uh, Holmen, and uh, Christian has taken us on his boat for a little boat ride, and it's it's a beautiful day. In uh, oh well, the weather is a little bit. Weird today, but at the moment it's very North Atlantic. The exactly, weather, exactly. At the moment the sun is shining, but there are some dark clouds in the horizon. But we're hoping that it'll stay sunny for the concert tonight, where you're playing Titan. Looking forward to it? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, I think. Well, from what I understand, it's going to be sunny after four o'clock, and then towards the evening there should be no rain. So that's what I'm hoping for. Right. <laughs> You've brought a choir or what? Yeah, there's a, there's a kids choir, yeah. and some of my friends are playing too. Uh, Benjamin Peterson, Rebecca Peterson, yeah. and a folk group called Kwon. Uh, and uh, some of my friends also uh, a girl from Iceland called Tisa, and a guy from Copenhagen called Per Worm, and then uh, Ivor also was from the Faroes. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of people that are going to play tonight. Sounds cool. A lot of collaborations, or, yeah. or just uh... yeah. It's it's also because I I've written a bunch of psalms, uh, like Danish uh, Selma, yeah, like church psalms, and uh, we're going to try to sing them out tonight with the audience also. So we made some some scores that people can can sing, and that's also why some of my friends they're coming to sing the the psalms together. With, oh, uh, that's a good idea. So that, that kind of thing, and then the the kids choir will also sing some psalms. Yeah. So Taito is playing at a festival called Golden Days, which is um, it's kind of a, an art festival in Copenhagen. Uh, it's all about uh, classic art, like paintings, but also music and, and stuff like that. And, mm. and I find it kind of cool you're, you're doing some uh, Danish uh, choir songs, uh, church songs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the boat is rocking now. Um, so there will be no like uh, traditional Faroese songs or, or well, there will just testing the Danish. Songs? No, there will also be some Faroese. Uh, well, I wouldn't call them traditionals because I I wrote them, so they're, <laughs> they're more recent Faroese songs. But there's there's a mixture of uh, Faroese and Danish and English. Um, I guess like the modern world is so yeah. in that way. And then there's also some Faroese traditions like we're going to to uh, do some, uh, it's called chain dance, or what is it called, ring dance? Ring dance. We're going to do that also, which is a Faroese or old Nordic tradition. And uh, 
there will be snaps and fish soup and uh, yeah. silly, silly fun things. Is, uh, is the fish soup, is that uh, one of your favorite dishes? I would say so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have like, I have a picture of it, it's like uh, the eyeballs of the fishing, you know, like from the cartoons <laughs> where like an eye pops up in the middle. Yeah, I bet you there's all sorts of strange things in there. <laughs> I'm not making the soup. The, the soup is made by this legendary guy, Birger Enne, who was, who's been making the soup for years and he's become quite famous for the soup. Actually, he, he uh, travels sometimes to make the soup. People who have tried the soup say it's so good, so they get him to come and make the soup. I think he's making the soup somewhere in Spain later, uh, after he, he's here. But he's a, he's, a, he's a good friend of mine and he has this schooner on the Faroes mm -hmm. where he sails people out into caves and he's also a, a diver. Now he's, he's uh, not so, should I say, fit for diving anymore but, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> since he makes so much soup. But he used to be a very famous diver so yeah. he knows where to sort of dive for ingredients, where to dive for oysters and mussels and all these things that you can put in the soup. And he also he also holds this record. Did you know this, Christian? He holds the Birger holds the record for swimming from Torshavn to the nearest island, the fastest. Yeah, and no one has beaten his record. But I'm some years sure. ago, I suppose. I think that's. Years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very nice guy, Birger. He's um, he's uh, I would call him. I mean, there's a lot of good fairies people. He seems to be one of the most fairies guys I've met. Um, which means that he handles everything from day to day and yeah, we'll work things out and of course we'll be there and uh, it's very, very... I will be there, there will be soup, it will be awesome, see you there. Yeah, exactly, kind of exactly. <laughs> which is uh, for a producer, my producer's going like, so what is the deal with him? Well, you know, well, he's going to be there and uh, it's going to be, yeah, no worries. And uh, I guess people will have, I mean, I've seen the things he brought from the pharaohs from making the soup and it's fantastic yeah you'll never get that anywhere else actually we had a look at his soup at the stand he had and we decided to take a little talk with him about what made the soup so special okay <laughs> okay so i'm standing here with the with the guy who made the legendary uh, fish soup beard i think i said it correctly what uh, taito said it was a legendary uh, fish soup what's uh, what's the secret behind your fish soup now uh, we use a re really good uh, uh, stuff. There's a plenty of. Uh, we dry the fish, and, uh, and it came out of the dried fish and dried heads. And we had the. We have them hanging up the the heads, yeah. and they give good taste. This is like cheese from yeah. from a tailing. Is it a, a very traditional um, a supper in uh, in in the Faroe Islands? No, no. They, uh, we eat a lot of dried fish and and head have been uh, yeah. hanging up and uh, a different way the the, the secret with the, with all the, all the, that you have so a lot of protein in there uh, that's so filled with good stuff so you you are uh, if you are late and work hard it make you really strong and you can wake up yeah. and the day after you have been a long night you you have the soup you you are completely no hangover you are, oh. you are wake up like a so it's like a cure yeah, this is so. This is so much protein in there. It's so good. Nice. You said you were going to Spain to make it later this year. How come? Yeah, I travel a lot to uh, making food all over Europe in the winter time. 
like uh, just making uh, Faroese food? Yeah, for bring with me. Yeah, we bring a lot of fish, and we. Yeah. I have been uh, one other place here in Copenhagen, make food for some people. Yeah. Two days ago, then I make it this morning. I've been working all, all day for. <laughs> It's a long, long process. Yeah. 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 Are, you, are, you, are you educated as a chef or? Is no, no. I'm a blacksmith. And You're a blacksmith. I, I, yeah. And I have a schooner, a sailing with a schooner, yes, with tourists in Fair Island. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we, in summertime I'm very busy, and the winter I can do other things. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Welcome. So, so it's it's going to be a celebration of the Faroe Island tonight. Yeah, the thing is that the festival Golden Days is this year they are they are making the concept of cultural heritage. Mm. So that's yeah. that's why they they are, have asked us to do this. Yeah. Should uh, should there be more focus on uh, should there be more focus on on the Faroe Islands or Greenland or whatever like seen from you know? Do you think that the Danish people are forgetting you? Nah, I don't really think so. I think that it exists in its own place and I don't see a reason why or why not it should be done any differently. I, th I think that it should just have its natural voice, I guess. Yeah. I, don't, I don't look at it that way. No. I think it's fine. <laughs> and I, I think it's also normal that there's lots of people from the Faroes and Greenland who come here to study and so on. So they bring their, their music and their culture and I guess you see it. I don't like to think of it as as if someone should make a marketing campaign of it. I think it, it's nicer that it's just a natural thing that happens with the people who, who carry it around. Yeah, I mean that's my opinion anyway. What's uh, question? What's your part in this project today? Well, uh, the thing is that when you visit the Faroe Islands and you've been there for some days, two or three days already, you experience that something's change. There's a certain attitude, there's a certain way of approaching things that is very different from what we're used to. And that is sort of, uh, well originally we were making a film about Taita and his latest album Story Music which has that as one of its centers. And so making a film, uh, making an interactive film as we are, it sort of poses the question what is interactivity? And so this very day we try to bring some of that fairy fairies atmosphere here. It's a bit, um, it's it's a bit, uh, it's a bit of a claim to say that we're bringing the fair islands to this place, but in many ways we are. It's fair, fairies music, and and um, we've set it up a bit like you know we we're gonna manage, and uh, people are gonna find out where to play and how to do it, and. I think that's uh, there's something to learn there. There's something that we forget in our culture. Yeah. We're very, very tech-oriented. We're very, very uh, calendar plan-oriented. And sometimes you experience that. Well, maybe, maybe we can still meet each other as human beings and you know talk about things and let's do it like this. And wouldn't it be nice? And so you're going back in time or going to the Faroes, Faroes Islands. The Faroe Islands is. Uh, Going to the Faroe Islands is, is a bit like traveling back in time, but but then again, no, it's like also traveling forth in time because it's you you become you know you become one with where you are. I don't know if we're gonna achieve that tonight, but um, <laughs> but I think we're gonna achieve some kind of special atmosphere there. 
Um, I don't know if that answer you. It's also this. It's also this thing that they call actually African time. Afri- it's African, African time. Yeah. yeah, it's when you when you don't know exactly what's happening, but but it will happen. Yeah. And I think that's that. That's what when you are living on the pharaohs and you are partaking in in modern society, you are sort of faced with that a different way of, of doing things and you go to Copenhagen or go to London. I mean, I lived in lots of, of, of places like London and New York and Copenhagen, but I'm from the Faroes and I still live on the Faroes now. And there's just this way that they do things very differently that you become t- to appreciate uh, something that, that is, is maybe a little bit more innocent and maybe a bit more natural than, than just planning always, but just getting together and doing things together. It's as if it's something that we have forgotten. That that is, is I, I can sense that my friends they enjoy it very much when it happens, and me myself, the older I get and the more I do, I embrace it more and more, and 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 try to do live, live more like that because I think there's something to be learned from it. We visited uh, the Faroe Islands what one or two years ago, mm-hmm. one year ago, mm-hmm. and 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 what really took me by surprise were were the community and, and the people that people didn't lock their doors but you could just knock on and, and come on in and yeah. people would greet you and I don't think you can you can see that today in, in Denmark for example. It's, there's a certain part where I've been I've been sort of studying or trying to sort of um, tell the story about Titus music through film and, and events like this. And it's um, it's actually more than I had seen before. A lot of a lot of this North Atlantic uh, atmospheres in the music, but and and so the the aim with this project, both the interactive film and and these events, is to sort of make people um, lose something and, and and live more where they are. And and therefore, we the interactivity we'll experience tonight is people singing along, dancing along. We're trying to make them play a melody on their mobile phones, everybody together, because it it, it brings forth a certain uh, awkwardness, and that's I mean that's it's in some ways that's what I feel when people approach me as human beings. I feel awkward because I'm normally like, who are you? I'm this and that, and I can and okay and but then up there it's like more like um, you don't say too much because you know we're just here and we're enjoying the same view and and. We've experienced it in other events that when we come to this point, people start, you know, opening more up to um, to the atmosphere and the songs, and and I think it's a huge value. So, so uh, interaction, mm-hmm. uh, interaction in the in the concert is is important to you. It's very important. Um, we, we normally go to a cinema or a concert and we sit down and we expect something, we expect to get something and we, we, we forget totally that if we don't share there's nothing. And so this opening things up by doing it a bit awkward, by, by letting things be a bit more um, organic, it, it brings this um, openness into it. That's uh, quite interesting. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna name name drop uh, a quite different name here, but when I saw Kendrick Lamar at Roskilde Festival this mm-hmm. year, after one song he said to the audience, "I need you to show me the energy, or else you have to give me some energy, or else this will be a horrible concert." Mm-hmm. 
the more energy you give me the better the, the better a concert this will be mm -hmm. and I it, I think it's quite similar to what you're saying right now and mm -hmm. um, that you need interaction from the audience to make a good concert well I think it's uh it's it's a huge thing in our society that we are locked in 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 cages of professions of where we live of a lot of different things and and we totally forget who we really are and when something happens that we're not used to we sort of there's a certain possibility to sort of interact together actually and uh, I really really I'm I'm looking so much forward to this concert yeah. Um, looking forward to see how it's going to work. I'm very happy to work with Taito because he's so open to this and he sees the. Well, he's he's sort of teaching us this way of uh, approaching cultural products. Yeah. Uh, you said something about uh, the audience playing a melody on the uh, the mobile phones. Well, it's probably not going to. It's probably not going to be a melody. Oh, okay. But uh, what's it about? Taito wrote this song called uh, Antonia and his mobile phones. Oh, yeah. And um, it's a very simple song in many ways. And then again, when you listen to it and when you go into it, it, it has a very many layers. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a bit about all of us, that we're doing our things and nobody maybe really knows what we're doing. And then this... Uh, so, uh, what I'm suggesting is that uh, Taito asks everybody to bring out their mobile phones and, and play them the, the ringtone on their mobile phones. And in that way, you know, they will sort of, I'm quite sure that whether they know it or not, they will open up to this sort of feeling that, well, we're all doing a thing, and we're all doing our thing, and, and you know, that's who we are, actually. I think it also turns me on as a composer to to uh, to have such things like I remember when I was studying music there was this one score that that uh, had just it was like a silly score that was making fun and then it said in bar number 52 or 152 release the penguins <laughs> and uh, and I always thought that was the most brilliant musical idea because you, you don't know what it's going to be like, but you've made the decision to release the penguins and there's going to be chaos, it's going to be fantastic, you know it's going to be beautiful, uh, but you can't predict exactly what is happening. But it's still a choice that you make and it's, it's also what reminds me of a similar idea that if you ask everyone to, to uh, play music on their cell phone, it will be chaos and it will be wonderful and it will be madness and you have no idea to predict what it would be like, but I'm pretty sure it would be awesome. It'll probably sound terrible. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> depends on where you, from where you're listening, I suppose. Uh, release the ringtones. Yeah. Well, mostly because people can't figure out to get into their ringtones. Well, it's also a matter of you know this culture. We're sort of uh, we're excluding a lot of things and a lot of people. And uh, I think that uh, mobile phones at concerts and in cinemas is really like they're really opposed to a lot of racism. Yeah, so they're hated, they? yeah, they're hated, and so now we're going to bring them into we're the show. Them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite funny you mentioned because I'm sick and tired of people who are recording songs on their horrible mobile phones at concerts. But but this is actually a different take on it. It is, and my, my second uh, my second suggestion was that then later on in the concert we should ask everybody to record the same song and then 
put it out on Facebook to see what happens. I don't know if it's going to happen actually, but it is. It is here. I mean, the mobile phone is here. So there's a lot of things that are, you know, it's here. You know, it's uh, we can't really do it, but we can be aware of it. We can share it, and uh, I think that's also sort of a part of it. Let's let's share this stupid mechanism and make it sound like something else. That was the end of Out in the North. Thank you so much for listening. You can find our other projects on facebook.com slash outinthenorth and on youtube.com slash outinthenorth channel. We hope you have enjoyed this one and remember to check out Taitua and the Story Music Project. We will keep finding and record new interesting stories from the Nordic region and bring them to you as often as possible. And as we say in Denmark, we see you.